What's up, family? It's Auntie CJ here, back again with another podcast in Cherry. Okay, so today, what's today? Okay, it's April 14th, and um, I don't know, today just wasn't a good day for me. Um, for whatever reason, it just, it just wasn't. It's just one of them days. Um, <laughs> I tried to remain um, mindful that it's just another day and you know I just gotta get through today so I can get to tomorrow <laughs> um, just taking everything one day at a time um, because um, the enemy wants me to get swallowed up and to the future, to have anxiety about things I don't have, to worry about um, my next move, to worry about life, and all of this, and I just, I just don't accept that, (laughs) I just don't, I really, like, am actively practicing my faith and increasing my faith, because I just, I cannot, I cannot sit up here and go into a deeper depression all because of the decisions that I made. And so, I ain't me mad at nobody but myself. Like, I just quit this job. And all of a sudden, (laughs) I'm like, oh, yeah, so how you gonna pay rent, girl? (laughs) For real. (laughs) All that stuff that people be saying, it's legit. It's legit. I don't even want to hear it at the time. No. Um... And at the end of the day, I still will put my mental health first. So, that's the thing. That's always going to be a thing. Like, I'm always going to choose me first. And I'm always going to say, skip this life. I don't care. (laughs) I'm always going to do that. I'm always going to do that. Because I just... The world that we live in, I just don't believe that it's, it's that serious. I don't think it's so serious. And I think, like, other people um, be going through real-life stuff. Not that not that what I'm going through is not real-life stuff. I'm just saying it's, it's really not that deep for me to be um, measuring my life as worthy of living good or bad. Because at the end of the day, it is what it is. It is what it is. Quit the job. I'm broke whatever i mean it's homeless people and drug addicts and all type of people in the world that are facing way bigger challenges than i am and at the end of the day right now right now in the present like i have an apartment i got running water i got heat i got food like i'm not like i'm not as far in the hole as my mind would like to um, go there and take me. So I'm like, mm, I just don't, I just don't want to go there right now. I just don't, and I'm not. So I choose not to today. Maybe tomorrow, maybe another day. I'll sit and cry about it. But today, I just, I couldn't even cry. Like I wasn't, cause I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I'm just really disappointed that this is my life and this is the world that I live in that I cannot 
um, obtain and maintain a sustainable job in order for me to like live a successful life because I just feel like I don't even want a lot like seriously like I had a good paying job and whatever and I'll quit that job and I have no regrets <laughs> I have no regrets so it's not that I want a lot of money I just want I just want this world to treat me the way that I feel like I deserve and I know I know now, after leaving that job and going to other places, that um, literally, I know now that I'm not special, and I know now that that's unrealistic in this lifetime for people to um, not have to sacrifice something in order to get what they want. So I realized that, you know, the people that I look to who are successful in my eyes or whatever, like, they they have other issues um, that they just deal with, you know? A lot of people cope by, you know, doing drugs and doing alcohol, and that's something that either I have to get on the bandwagon with and accept or, you know, figure out another way to release and create peace and harmony for my life. But at the end of the day, it's not that they, it's not that they have it better or they don't go through stuff. Like, they go through the challenges, they battle the stuff, they just, they don't let it define them and they don't let it hinder them because I know this <laughs> from speaking to my siblings of numerous of times, and they tell me, you know, this is life, this is what it is. I don't know what to tell you. You're not going to find somewhere where you're going to be happy, but you got to make money, blah, blah, blah. And for as long as I know, all my life, I just tried to rebel against that and not accept it. Because I really wanted to believe that God, you know, why would he create me to suffer like this? <laughs> like, and I just did it. I just couldn't accept that. I'm like, what kind of what kind of life is this? Like, why are people even alive? Like, for what? Because I don't get it. This is stupid. To keep repeating these cycles and for humans to keep having children. Like, what? <laughs> and then every time I get here I'm just like why am I here like why did my mother have me like I did not ask to be grown I did not ask to take care of myself I didn't I didn't I didn't ask to go to work and freaking figure out how to live and survive day to day and go through this stuff like who why would you why would why would they think that I wanted this like why did why did why and I asked my mother, like, why did you have me, girl? And she said she didn't believe in terminating children. And I was like, but you already had enough kids. Like, it was just, oh, beyond me. But what's done is done. So I can't dwell on that and say, woe is me. Like, put me back in there. Make another decision. Like, I, I can't do that. And my life wasn't all bad, whatever. But here we are. So here we are today, and um, 
Of course, I'm an advocate for life is life and that it's not just me, y'all. It's not just me. I found another person. I really should stay off Facebook. I feel like Facebook is so, oh my, it's so bad for the world. It's so bad. But it's so addicting. Like, the people are smart. Oh, I was watching this movie today. And I don't think I should have. It kind of messed up my mood as well because, whoo, this movie, it could have been made today. I'm not going to lie. It was made in 2000. Um, Let me Google this, make sure that I have the right title. What is that? Yes. So, the movie is called Island of the Dead. Um, It's a 2000 Canadian horror film written by Peter Copper, Coper, whatever. Um, So, it was about a group of people that arrived at Heart Island, which which has recently been purchased by real estate tycoon Rupert King to build what he calls Hope City, supposedly to help the poor and homeless of the city. The only problem is that the city of New York has been burying their unknown and unclaimed dead there since 1869. The group of people include King, along with his personal assistant, a New York cop looking for a missing girl's body and some employees from the Department of Corrections with inmates used to bury the dead to, I mean to bury the unknown dead initially the personal assistant goes missing after being attacked by what appears to be a swarm of aggressive flies later he's found dead and badly decomposed large maggots feed on the corpse the flies continue to attack picking off the party one by one when the group realizes the danger they desperately try to escape I mean it escalated so quickly okay it escalated so quickly but the gist of the movie is is for real because so the king the real estate agent he was going to the death of him he was like look i really care about my reputation and about my money and it's crazy because people really started dying and stuff and he was just like i don't care about that i i'm i'm trying to make a deal with you right now and it's just crazy because um, I also got a message from God. Look at me. Look, at, I know y'all tired of this. <laughs> Here I go. I can't stand when I get on this whole little rampage of, I got a message from God. But no, for real, look, I got a message from God. And it's, it's somewhere in the Bible, for real. I read the Bible. And I can't quote the Bible, y'all. I'm sorry. But I'm, I'm never going to quote the Bible to y'all. I mean, like, off my memory. <laughs> but it's somewhere in the Bible or whatever. Like, the gist of it is that the the um the rich and the wealthy they will fall like and it's i used to i used to have this fear of being wealthy because of i knew this information i'm like because people the pastors they always preaching like god i want you to have prosperity and i'm just like but god say in the bible that he will um make the rich last or the first will be last and the last will be first and don't 
don't love money and blah, blah, blah. But the preacher going to tell you that if you just ask God, just ask God and he will bless you. Like, what is it? Like, the Bible contradicts itself so much. Because I believe this Bible is not the true Bible. Um, It's just, you know, a book that they wrote in a way for control control they wrote it for control they wrote it for you know order to give people a blueprint of how things would and should go if y'all just follow this and y'all should be okay with being slaves and you just pray to god for (laughs) you just pray to god for for a miracle and stuff you just ask god hey god get me out of this please and god is you know, I'm going to hear your cry and everything's going to work out. But in the movie, um, so I start off with this girl narrating it, this cop. And she's like, I always remember people's names. And it's because I was a baby and I was left on the street to fend for myself. Somebody found me and so I dedicated my life to you know, finding bodies of people and making sure they're identified. And ultimately, she was the one who, she was one of the people who ended up surviving the whole thing. And they made sure that the the guy, the real estate guy, he died because his gluttony for money and greed and his his um, power for it over people because he did not care about people. Like, he literally was setting out to create this city and the land on this field that was on this land that was not safe. And at the end of the day, it's just sometimes people, humans, we, we get caught up in life and the money, and the stuff, and the whole time, like, the stuff is, my whole thing is, like, what am I, I just don't understand the whole point of working for money, like, <laughs> what am I alive for, like, to work, pay bills, and die, like, it's just, ugh, so unbecoming to me, and so, yeah, sometimes I be thinking, like, I don't know, it's, it's a woman thing, man, that whole you you want a baby and that need to reproduce and so it's in all of us and so that's why we all here because we all like are fulfilling that pleasure in our natural in our natural mind so i don't really fault my mother for like having me i get it i accepted it i'm like whatever um but for me <laughs> I was like, um, if I was to have a child, I know, I know that they would a thousand percent return my karma and be like, girl, why did you have me? You didn't even want to be alive. <laughs> you didn't want your life. You asked your mom why you was here. And so you're going to turn around and have me? Like, what was, what was the purpose? What was you trying to, like, what was... What were you trying to prove? Because that is the definition of a hypocrite. But we all hypocrites at some point. 
we love to preach, but a lot of us don't do what we preach. And you know how that goes. So, anyways, movie. I thought it was it was pretty good. I liked it because I got a message out of it, and I was like, yeah, that, that movie could have been made today because the way this world is, I, I'm telling you, we run out of food, we run out of resources, and America's like, anyways. So, I mean, the rich, the rich are sitting on billions of dollars, and people are literally like losing their lives and losing their minds because. I'm speaking for me because I can't, they can't afford to live. <laughs> like what? And then you got people, you know, spending freaking hundreds of thousands on clothes that they only gonna wear once. Like what? I just need y'all to just go ahead, clear my debt. My whole thing is this: if my debt was clear, guess what would happen? It'll be racked right back up. Because the point and the purpose of living is to spend, to buy and purchase. And we always want to outdo the next, be better, um, reach a higher status. And the game of life is rigged. It's rigged. Because even sometimes people cannot understand and fathom how... Rich people be broke. And, of course, because it's on a whole different level. And, like, their broke, obviously, is different than the average person broke. But it's the same. Because if they don't have any control over how much money they spend, and they they you spend too much, more money going out than coming in, then... They can easily uh, get to a point where they're broke. But a lot of people don't get it. A lot of people think that, oh, if I had more money, that will be the answer to my problems. Like, no. The answer to your problems is how would you use the money? Because people, I, can't, I cannot stand this. Everywhere I go, every job I've been to. It's always a handful of people that are just desperately in there boasting about, I just need a million dollars. I'm working toward a million. I'm about to work hard to get a million dollars. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, they really be dedicating their lives to the job. They be showing up early, leaving late. And just, like, to me, that's like wasting your life at a job. I get it. You want the benefits. You want, you know... You got to work to get the results and get the money. I get it. But what you don't realize is that you didn't work so much. You put 80 plus hours at a job. You're tired when you go home. You're not nice. You're cranky. You got an attitude. Nobody like you because, you know, it, it gives you a whole different persona. And it's something you can't control. So when they say money changes you, it does. And it, it changes who you are. It changes how you treat people and how you see the world. And the things that you got time for and your tolerance and your patience. Um, so I'm a firm believer in all money and good money. And I'm a firm believer in I'm not I'm not putting money, money before my peace. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just not. Like I said, I would choose me every time. And I really don't care who get mad about it. It is what it is. 
I'm just gonna have to answer to what I whatever happens to me. And so that's what I'm saying today. I'm like, girl, I can't even complain. I can't I can't cry. What am I cry for? Ain't nothing gonna change. I was talking to my friend in prison and they was like, you know, you gotta get up and go get it. You nothing is gonna come to you. you whatever you want, you gotta work for it. And that's the bottom line, that's what it is. And I'm just like uh, anyways. I'm not going to work. So. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm sitting here like, eh, I just need money. <laughs> How you going to get some money? You, you, And I literally said this yesterday. And I said, you cannot get um, the results from the work that you did not put in. So you, I'm looking at my account like something is going to miraculously pour in here. And it's not. Because, girl, you didn't go to work. <laughs> so... I run across this post on Facebook, and I just got to share it because, you know, that's what I'm here for. Um. Okay, so it says, I'm so tired of him disrespecting me, and I'm about to have his child. He has legit done the worst of the worst to me. I can literally write a book of all the stuff this boy has done to me, and he's disrespectful. Because I stopped jumping for him like I used to, you're not going to keep playing me like a dummy. Sorry. Do that to the next female because it's not going to be me. Go buy yourself a bed and stop laying next to me every night. Go buy yourself a couch and stop sitting on mine. Go buy some food and stop eating mine. Instead of taking girls on dates every day, why don't you save some money? Like, damn, I really tried to avoid the Facebook stuff, but you're forcing my hand with all the disrespect and you constantly do to me. I'm tired of it. Has the nerve to tell me he don't treat me right because I'm not handling his business. Duh. Because why would I do that? <laughs> what do you do <laughs> um, for me in return? My feet are swollen. I'm carrying your child and you could not care to even rub them for me. I just want God to get this hate on my heart for you because I can't deal anymore. And then... It gets better, you know what I mean? Once I lurk, I gotta go through the whole page and see. And this girl is beautiful, okay? It's beautiful. And it's crazy because, you know, a lot of times, like, average people, regular people, ugly people, you be thinking, like, oh, pretty girls got it better. Nope. <laughs> they, they, they be getting worse. They be getting worse because I don't know why they get dogged out the most. I mean, I know why, but, like, it's bold. It's bold. Because, like, the preferences that a lot of dudes do, they're like, oh, yeah, 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 my baby mom got to look like this. I'm only going to have a baby with this type of girl. Woo-woo. And then they dog them out. And then they leave them high and dry, and they be single mothers. And I be like, oh, my gosh. And it's so, it's so saddening because, like, I just feel like a lot of pretty people aren't built character-wise to, like, be smart enough to discern and, like, have the ability to... um bring more to the table than their looks so a lot of times they get played off of because they didn't really become who they're supposed to be because nobody really challenged them because they just got everything entitled to them because they were beautiful and that's sad and so sometimes I be looking in the mirror I like for real I, I grew up with low self-esteem but at the end of the day like I was see because one of my cousins I believe like to me she is so beautiful 
I mean, so beautiful. Like, I, I really used to be so jealous of her and, like, wish I was her. I'm like, dang. Like, why? I'm like, why to be born like this and look like this? Like, she got this long, pretty hair. I mean, she had a nice smile. All the things that, you know, that I wanted. But her real life, ooh, we, I would not trade places for it. You couldn't pay me. And that's sometimes, that's what I'm saying. You cannot be envious and jealous of somebody. You got to just... Be grateful for what you got because you don't know, like, the, the stuff that they have to go through and the battles and the struggles. And at the end of the day, like, not really to talk down on her, but, like, she is not as intelligent as I am. And so I wouldn't trade that for me because I know that it's, it's hard for me. And I'm not even that smart. So it, and it's hard for me to, like, <laughs> get through life. So I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine, like. I couldn't imagine. So anyways, yeah, no. So anyways, the next post say, okay, I'm not saying, I'm not saying this is anyone's fault but my own. But y'all really don't understand what it's like to take care of kids on your own and have to maintain your mental while doing it. Then people have the nerve to say, well, what did you think was going to happen when you decide to have kids? That's what moms do. Then I have family members, also my kids' family members, making excuses as to why they can never help you, especially when you're trying so hard to be independent and not have to depend on anyone because you know what you got yourself um, into. But yes, obviously you need some type of help. I'm tired. I'm mentally tired, physically and emotionally tired, and I have no... Oh, and I have another one on the way. And I have no idea how I'm going to do this. I feel my mental slipping every single day. I feel so lost and just have no motivation for life. I know it may seem different, but this is the truth. And I don't know how much more I can take. So when I'm gone, don't say, don't say I never posted warning signs because I've cried. I've begged for help and no one listened. No, it's not no one's responsibility but mine and who helped me make these kids. But I'm tired of having all the weight on only my shoulders so unfortunately a lot of people get into this and it's this that's what i'm saying it's the cycle of life that i just don't understand because we just all naturally go towards our pleasures and you say oh my gosh so you get cute you get grown you go with somebody you meet somebody you have relations and then those relations can result in children and then you think oh well you know, you see other people doing it, you think, oh, well, there's nothing to it, you know? Or you think, oh, my gosh, everybody's having babies, and babies are beautiful, and I want to post my own. I want a mini-me. I want to see what it will be like to have a baby. Because these are the things that go in my head. And I'm like, oh, see, what if I just had a baby? I just need something to do. But see, got to be careful what you ask for. Because... This humbled me. This humbled me because, like I said, I would be. I'm super envious of people who have children because I felt like, oh well, you know, that that's their motivation. Because so many people put that as a stamp of a cushion as to an ex. It's not an excuse, but I don't really know the word right now. But they put that as an emphasis as to why it isn't so bad to have kids even though it's a struggle and they'd be like oh it's so worth it though like is it <laughs> and stop i just wish people would stop selling people this dream that you know it does something for you yeah it do something for you 
it do. I'm not taking that away. And kids can motivate people and keep and save people and all of this. However, it's just that to keep repeating the cycle of like bringing children into a life where they start off negative, they start off struggling because you don't, you're you're not mentally, financially stable in a place to provide a good life for them, and they naturally are going to be traumatized from the things that you haven't healed from, the things that you can't give them. And that's what a problem for me is because I'm like, you know, that's that's just what I feel about my life because I'm like, girl, you know, my mom started having kids young, and by the time she got to me, it's, it, it wasn't no better. And I'm just like, you know, it could have just stopped. You know, nobody was nobody's really forcing you. And that's where I feel like it's selfish because I'm like, you know, People don't know how to just be by themselves. People just... It's, and I get it. I understand because I'm trying to be by myself and it's hard and natural and life and human nature and all of these things. I get it. But at the end of the day, it's just imperative for young people to have other things to do and have other goals because I feel like society puts so much pressure on people being in relationships, being together, and they make people feel bad for being alone because I literally was at this job and this dude was like, see, that's see that's why you lonely and bitter and this and that. And I'm like, dude, I'm good by myself, actually. Like, I'm, choos- I'm choosing to, like, in a sense, because at the end of the day, I'm... I'm I'm really technically waiting on somebody, but that's not the case. <laughs> that's not the point. The point is, like, what? And I heard from my friend, too. Um, we was talking about somebody. Uh, she was talking about um, this girl who had just got a man. She was like, oh, I'm so glad she got a man. Now, finally, he can knock some sense into her. She'll be something. And I'm like, so you think that a woman is not capable of you know, standing on her own, like, by herself, you think that a man's presence actually influenced, like, her value and worth and well-being? She's like, oh, no, I'm not saying that. But that's what she was saying that. She just wasn't saying it because I pointed it out. But, <laughs> but yeah, we just are under that impression that uh, that's that's the way life goes, you know. It's the whole American dream they sold us family, pick a fence, had the kids, work the job, and just, like, live this routine, mundane life, and, um, it all works out, too, because I just left the grocery store, and across from the grocery store was, like, a restaurant, and the restaurant line was, like, super long, and I'm like, wow, why are all these people, like, in line, like, it's late at night, like, they don't have time to cook, they lazy, and I'm like, you know what, it's not that they're lazy, is it the way the world is set up? I mean, they set it up so nicely, too. Because you literally you literally work 8 to 10 hours a day. You get home, you get off work. Don't nobody feel like cooking? Don't nobody feel like going to the grocery store? I mean, honestly, I've been... A lot of people have been to the grocery store and still went and bought some food. Because who feels like cooking? Nobody. And it's the time. And people don't understand, like, the freedom is not having a lot of money. You can have a lot of money, but... Like I said, if you are, the way that you're making the money is by spending 80 plus hours at a job, you're enslaved at the job. And so people make money to buy back their time because ultimately time is the max freedom. And it's so crazy because people start making money and start, I mean, it's billionaires who who won't stop working because they're addicted to the product. 
so they're addicted to the productivity and the adrenaline of maximizing their effort to see how big they can expand and make money and then ultimately take care of their their generations you know and not nobody else because this is it's a doggy dog world so everybody fend for themselves um but yeah back to the girl um unfortunately a lot of women found out too late that uh dudes um, are who they are when you meet them. And so she played herself because she said that she wasn't going to be a dummy anymore. And the fact of the matter is, you should never be a dummy, period. Like, so we dumb ourselves down and 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 water ourselves down to somebody. And especially to men. I, I feel so bad for women. I, I cannot stand being a woman sometimes. But I don't want to be a man. Like I see here I go with this whole comparison and jealousy thing. Oh, girl, no. No. God knew what he was doing. So, anyways. We fail to realize that um, you you can't, you cannot pour into somebody, give to somebody, and expect and expect reciprocity that it's going to be given the same way back to you. That's just not how it works. And if we're taught to love ourselves and mind our business, we will stop focusing so much on what everybody else think about whether or not you're in a relationship, what everybody else think about whether or not you got a man or not, and this and that. Like, just focus on you. Just go super hard on your goals. Fulfill your life. Like, all that stuff. And, like, I be trying to tell my niece and nephews, but... Really, I don't, I don't tell them about nothing. But I wanted to tell them that, you know, that stuff can wait. Like, I'm 28, I'm having kids on purpose because it was enough for me. Immediately, no, because I'm sitting here at 28 grappling with my life. It's just me. I can barely keep a job for me. I can barely keep me alive. <laughs> I cannot. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a real, true life obligation. And, like... Legally, like it, it's so much that comes with it, and like I don't think people like, especially kids, like teenagers, and like I don't think you really understand the full responsibility of like that life sentence that you now have created for yourself, and especially if you have no idea or you're not in a place where you need to be for you. Um, yeah, starting off in the negatives, and that's not good. And I'm an advocate for the struggle builds character and it builds life and this and that. But for me, I'm just really trying to get out of that poverty and that scarcity mindset because it it hasn't gotten black people, especially me, nowhere. And I just feel like um, that's that's when I feel like God didn't create us to to suffer like this. And I don't accept that. So I mean, it is what it is. Things happen. You know, a lot of crap to happen. This guy, this young guy, I, I read. I really got to get off Facebook because I don't even watch the news. They keep on telling me the news. But this guy in Flint, Michigan, got shot in the back of the head by a police officer. And I was reading down some of the comments, and another retired officer said that the way that they justified it and they they review it is to see if the officer made a rational decision at the time they said yeah he did i didn't really read so much into it because oh lord i can't i can't 
but I'm just saying like this is the world we live in and like it's so much going on in the world like it's just compounding on my anxiety and my depression and I'm just like yeah but at some point you gotta go you gotta go to work and I'm just like I don't really want to go outside <laughs> it's not safe outside and it's just It's counterintuitive for me to even try this thing called life because it's like then if you do, then if you don't. For real. Because I'm sitting here like looking at my life and myself and I'm like, oh, I can cry walls, me, blah, blah, blah. I don't have this. I need to be there. But like this girl is really going through something and she got kids. And my heart goes out to her and I'm just like, what? It, what? What in, what am I supposed to do? I ain't supposed to do nothing really. I'm supposed to mind my business. I'm definitely gonna pray for it. But at the end of the day, it, stuff like this that happens in the world, it definitely weighs me down because I'm just like, this world is hell. Like I'm living in hell. And I get it. I get it why people don't wanna be here. Like I really just don't wanna get old. I don't. I don't, I don't believe in the future. <laughs> like, today is the future. It's the future right now. And, like, no thanks. <laughs> I don't, I don't want it. I really don't. I'm sorry that this is super depressing and negative, but it is what it is. They're not all going to be like this. But at some point, you really have to recognize and accept and be aware of the bad. Don't stay in there. I'm not going to stay here. I'm not gonna be here forever. I've been here before, and that's another thing. I was just in the car telling myself, I'm like, girl, because I will always call my mom whenever I was like this, and I've stopped calling her, depending on her to save me, because she's not gonna always be here to save me. So I'm equipping myself while she's still here to kind of like, you know, gain that confidence within myself, because. After losing my aunt, I'm 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 not gonna grieve over nobody like like I'm doing her because it's oh my goodness it's taking way too much time and energy out of my life because instead of living I'm focusing on her death way too much. So I used to have these conversations with my mom and I would call her up and be like yeah girl I'm I'm, I'm good I'm tired you know it's my favorite line. Because that's what happens when you're depressed. You are fatigued and just tired and exhausted from battling all the things in your mind and trying to fight the strength to do the things you want to do, you know you need to do, but you can't do it because your body won't move and cooperate with your mind. <laughs> so I'll call her and I'm like, there, girl. And she's like, look, God didn't bring you this far to leave you. You have survived your worst days. Yeah, and I have. Like, I've been, I've been at my lowest a few and a couple times. And I've overcame. I've always got another job. Stuff worked out. And sometimes things just don't work out on purpose. And sometimes you just have to sit in the place where you need to be. And God is keeping you still and molding you and shaping you to endure what's coming next because I already know I'm like I'm going through this I can only imagine and what I know what I noticed is that this is definitely building um the things that I asked for you know because you you ask God for strength and he's going to send you 
problems and chaos and for it's for you to stand up and fight and right now I'm literally fighting for my life to stay alive and to be at peace within myself so yeah you can't just pray for strength and like woo magic and strength is gonna be bestowed upon you like no that's not how it works <laughs> the things you ask for is gonna come through and challenges and real life things that you have to get through. So patience comes with with um, circumstances and putting you in places that's going to test your patience. And you're going to have to decide whether you're going to react or you're going to stay calm and be patient. Because I'm going to tell you this, I don't like traffic. But when it comes to me, I have been in enough traffic jams for me to know exactly what to do immediately once I see them red lights once I start seeing people stopping on the freeway immediately I turn on my hazards to warn the other people behind me because I don't need nobody crashing behind me okay I have seen so many crashes like that so I immediately I take my foot off the gas I start just letting the car ride idle I find a music station that I like and I start singing because I need to distract my mind on not getting irritated and mad that the person in front of me is breaking every 2.5 seconds. And I need to make sure that I'm calm and alert that I'm not looking at my phone too much or looking over there too much and somebody's about to crash into me or I'm about to crash. Like, no. I already get in the, in the mindset of what I need to do and how calm I need to be. And everybody else be so mad. I'm like... I'm so glad I reached this point where I know what to do. And you won't know what to do until you get there, until you practice it. So that's all I got for today. Love yourself. Love others. Mind your business. Have a good day and a better tomorrow. Let go and let God. It's easier said than done, but I swear if you say it every day, it gets easier to say it and do it. Because that's one thing I learned for sure is that I know today, um, was probably a bad day because I didn't do anything and I didn't even make actually I did something I did something today so I'm gonna pat myself on the back I'm not even gonna take this low or the low I did do something I'm gonna acknowledge what I did I didn't do what I wanted to do but I did something and this I did I'm doing better I'm doing better I'm so hard on myself but I'm I'm not even doing that bad I'm just not doing that good. And I'm only focusing on the bad instead of looking at the positive. And I got to start counting my blessings more than my problems. And I got to start telling my problems. I got to start telling how big my problems are to God and tell my problems how big my God is. Because God is good. I'm telling God is good. Even on my worst day, I need God as much as I need him on my best day. Okay? Peace.